0: Welcome to part two in our series on building mental fitness. Last week in part one, I talked about the first of the three core mental fitness muscles, the saboteur interceptor. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend checking it out because it's going to make everything make more sense as we go through this. Today though, we're going to move on to the second core mental fitness muscle, and that is the sage muscle. We often think of the brain as one organ, but there are actually Different regions of the brain and the regions operate very differently and they live in different portions in the brain. Now, fair warning, I am not a neuroscientist, so this is in non technical terms. First, though, let's talk about the saboteur brain. Sometimes some people refer to this as the survival brain or the primitive brain. This lives in the limbic system, the brainstem, and parts of the left brain. The saboteur brain motivates us through emotions like fear, guilt, shame, stress, anger, and insecurity. And some people really believe that this is the way that you should motivate yourself. If we believe that, then we tell our things like, you know, no pain, no gain. Never take it easy on yourself. You have to push yourself hard all the time. Keep pushing, keep grinding, and so on. You probably recognize those. And here's the catch. You can be successful motivating yourself that way. The problem is that it's really hard to be happy that way. When I learned that, it really clicked for me in terms of what I've heard so many of the highly successful people that I've worked with over the years say. They've told me, I know that I'm successful, but I'm not really happy. Or they'll say something like, you know, I feel like I'm missing out on the rest of my life. The sage brain, by contrast, lives in parts of the brain like the prefrontal cortex, the empathy circuitry, and parts of the right brain. The sage brain is associated with positive emotions like peace and calm, clear-headed focus, creativity, big picture thinking, and the ability to act with clarity and calm. The sage brain also helps us frame challenge as an opportunity. It motivates us with positive emotions like empathy, curiosity, creativity, passion, and purpose, this is how we can experience our highest levels of success and happiness. Now, this usually brings up a question. Aren't negative emotions good for us? To answer that, here's another question. Is pain good for you? The answer to that is yes, but for how long? So for example, if you put your hand on a hot stove, the pain that you feel is good for you. It tells you to remove your hand. But for how long do you need to feel that pain? A split second? The same is true with our quote unquote negative emotions like stress. Let's say that you're working on a project and it's not going well. And you're in in danger of missing a deadline. It is good to feel some stress about that because that is an alert that you need to do something to right the ship. You need to make some adjustments, maybe. But you you only really need to feel that level of stress for a second or two as an alert. But unfortunately, what typically happens is that we feel the stress and we stay in that cycle of stress for too long. So instead of having access to clear-headed thinking and creativity and, and, and empathy, we start blaming or criticizing or showing our frustration And now we are in a downward spiral that seems really hard to pull out of. We may, in fact, finish the project on time, but think about the stress that we put ourselves and others through. Again, the quote-unquote negative emotion is good as an alert, just like our hand on the hot stove, but only for a second or two. Once we learn how to shift to the sage brain, Then we have access to the parts of our brain that can help us to think creatively, collaborate better, consider options, remember the big picture and why it's important, and act decisively with clear-headed focus. When we act from this perspective, not only do we get better results, but we also don't burn out ourselves and those around us. Just for a moment, I'd like you to consider the different leaders that you've had over the years. Kind of think about the leader that I described above when it comes to a project crisis or even just a challenge. This is the leader that reacts by blaming and criticizing and maybe even some coercion. Every time something comes up, you know that it's going to be stressful. And you might even hate, you know, having to raise the issues with this leader because you know what's going to happen next. They're not going to take it well and it's going to be ugly. If you had that type of leader... How did you feel about that leader? How long did you want to work for that leader? Now, by contrast, think about the sage type of leader. This is a type of leader that, you know, we describe as being calm under pressure. If a crisis happened, they likely instilled a sense of calm urgency within the team. They probably were good at getting everyone on the same page. They probably listened to all perspectives. They didn't blame, yet they probably helped you grow and develop. If you were lucky enough to have that type of leader, how did you feel about that leader? Now, there's a lot to the sage brain, and this is really just the tip of the iceberg. Accessing the sage brain requires that we learn how to intercept our saboteurs, which was what I covered last week. And then we have to use the third core mental muscle, which is our self-command muscle. And that's what I'll talk about in the next episode. Researchers of positive intelligence describe it this way. How much of the time is your brain serving you versus sabotaging you? If you want to know for sure, there's a link in the notes where you can take another assessment and find out what, you know, your PQ score. PQ just stands for Positive Intelligence Quotient. And here is some sobering news. The vast majority of people, some 80%, are being sabotaged by their own brain the vast majority of the time. I hope that you're finding this series on mental fitness to be helpful. If it stirs up any questions for you that you'd like to know more about, you can shoot me an email at bobby at unyielded.net. And you know, if you want to dive in deeper to any of the topics, let me know and I'll be happy to explore that. So if you haven't done so already, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review, that would be absolutely terrific. It really helps us out a lot because it helps more people find us. And I really appreciate it every time I see another review come in. So thank you all so much for that. I hope you have a great week and make sure that you rise and thrive.